that's going to be where we're seeing the tipping point in the next big industrial revolution, where the losses from faulty measurement, losses from taking measurements, uh, are going to be reduced to a point where productivity just goes zhip. Something that it's almost impossible to quantify before it happens, like, uh, that uh, it could oh, be yeah. an exponential increase, but we don't know. I mean, I just wasted your time craving for explanations, and there are too many ways to go, and you're not ready to go. school though i was told by my guidance counselor you don't need to take calculus you should take parent child because that's what you're going to need more um yeah and my, why would a woman need to know calculus why would we need to know yeah there was no my parents pushed us and always said from the time we were born education is the most important thing and we were in accelerated physics class where she was helping the guys and the teacher told mm-hmm. her mom oh it's nice that um they help her out where it was the exact opposite, and we knew it. And there was only three girls in that entire physics class. Well, it's a, it's a lose-lose situation either way, uh, and it's a complete mess. Uh, what I would like to see is at least a sane and honest discussion uh, sure. and an open debate about what could be the best solutions. Uh, to solve the immigration issues going forward. Uh, so what, what do you what do you think? I mean, yeah. What do I think would be the best solution? It's hard to I would say best is a very loaded and maybe a presumptive word, but what do you think could be the solution? So I hope you enjoyed that sneak peek at the new direction of flyover states. Uh, that music comes from Spark Alaska, who I proposed this show to and agreed I could use his music. And that's awesome. So we have another indie band, just like Sahara for Broken Silicon and Moore's Law is Dead. We now have Spark Alaska for flyover states. And this really signals, as you can tell, a completely new direction for this podcast this this really started as an experiment you know or really as a release valve i I can't just talk about computer hardware and gaming i love it i do it it's my favorite hobbies gaming computer hardware looking at the specs dissecting these things for fun i mean again you know for those who are fans of moore's law is dead I, i was doing whole analyses and putting together bar charts on my own for two years before I ever made that YouTube channel. And, you know, I was, I've also been a big student of history, a big student of politics. I majored in mechanical engineering, which you could almost argue I never used, but also in international studies. I took five years of French. I love politics. I love, I I love, I, I, the minor in international studies, I love this world and I love talking about it and you know this podcast really was started the name flyover states always came from the fact that 
I was so insulted growing up. I was born in Minnesota, and as I've said in other little bits and pieces all over my content, you know, I moved all over Illinois, Pennsylvania, Michigan. I've been all over the place. And when you call the majority flyover states, it's just ridiculous. It shows a complete ignorance. And so that's why I chose that name, because it's such horseshit. It's it's just, it's the it's not the fly over states. But I think there's a lot of power in owning something. In owning, right, if I live in Michigan, if I live in Illinois, if I live in Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. Like, yeah, sure, I'm the flyover states. The states that feed the entire country and export food to the rest of the world. I'm going to own it. And I think this thing that I own that people on the coast think of as an insult or a slam, flyover states, comes from this same idea of not talking to each other. You know, if you listen to the first episode of Flyover States, I really hit home. And I mean like the very first episode, the teaser. Really, like this is a new teaser for the new era. But the first era, the first... I don't know what it was, five or six episodes. The teaser talked about how I think there are great people all over this country. I've been all over New York and Maine, uh, Washington State, California for my job. And I don't see these people. I don't see these Nazis. And I'm talking about real people. Real people all over this country in California, in New York, in Michigan, in Kansas, in Texas, Florida. Kentucky. These are people. I have friends in all of these states, and I work in all of these states. Every year, I'm in all of these states. I've never met these Nazis. I've never met these communists. 90% of us are sane people. But we need to start talking to each other and stop demonizing. So that's really that's really the new direction of this channel. I have a new band supporting it, and the format is changing. Will I continue to do those Dan Carlin-esque Solo episodes, probably, every now and then. But they'll probably be 10 to 20 minutes and really, really, really hit home on a point. Similar to what I do on Moore's Law is Dead. But the majority of them are going to be interviews because I think all of us, right? So have, let me ask everyone who's listening this question. Have you ever really changed your mind arguing in the comment sections of YouTube, Twitter, WCCF tech for my fans, you know, discuss all of these. Have you ever really had your mind changed? Maybe once, I don't know. But do you, how many times have you put together a well-constructed argument online on Facebook or Twitter or, you know, some forum on a news site? Do you think you actually changed anyone's mind? Be honest with yourselves. I, th I mean, I think my mind has been changed in person, though. And I know I've changed people's minds on issues in person. We need to talk to each other. Arguing via text on the internet seems to be doing nothing. And and so I'm, I'm switching this format more to an interview podcast with real people across the United States. And maybe maybe even in Europe sometimes. But that's the goal. And what you heard were snapshots of two episodes I've already recorded that I wanted to edit and be ready so there's no droughts, right? Because I wanted to be sure of this direction, and now I am sure, having half edited those episodes by now. And I wanted to really get a feel for how it's going to turn out. And, and now I know. And so 
is going to be interviews and I need people to talk to. And it'll be more general interviews. Like, let's say you're a firefighter in Wichita, Kansas. I just want to ask you what it's like to be a firefighter. But you just got to accept that if I interview you, I'm going to randomly bring up a political issue. And you're going to just answer honestly. You don't need to be informed uh, or, or more informed than you usually are, I should say. You don't need to do a bunch of research before the interview. But I just want real opinions, real people, real conversations across the United States. And again, sometimes Europe, if I think it's interesting. So I'm putting this out there. This is an open request, an open request for people to interview for flyover states. Send an email to flyoverstatements at gmail.com. That's the email. It's spelled just like the English words, flyoverstatements at gmail.com. And just know that if you send an email, I want to know, you know, what's your occupation? What did you study? How old are you? What state? What city? I won't necessarily reveal these things during the episode. We can be as anonymous as you want. Although just understand that this won't work if you don't let us tell people anything. And just understand that I might bring up politics during the interview, but I might not as well. This isn't a political debate podcast. This is a conversation podcast with real people across the United States. And I want people. Just understand I might not rep- respond right away. I might not respond right away because this isn't a priority compared to the, well, the Moore's Law is dead, broken silicon, die, shrink, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, actually on that note, when it comes to popularity, I mean, there's just no way around it. My flagship piece of content really is the Broken Silicon Podcast. Now, that may surprise some people who only watch my YouTube videos or mostly do, but I'm telling you in the RSS feeds... Uh, Broken Silicon has become a popular podcast in its own right, even without the YouTube channel. So that's that, and the YouTube channel is, of course, very popular as well. And there's just no money that comes in from Flyover State. So for now, I'm going to continue to use a limited hosting provider because it'd just be fiscally irresponsible for me to put all of this money into ramping up Flyover States if the popularity's not there. So some of the older episodes may be pulled from the RSS feed. I mean, if you've been a longtime fan, you've had plenty of time to listen to them. And over time, there may be this thing of like rolling episodes where I slowly remove like episodes that are six months old to make, you know, enough room for storage for the next ones. But if you subscribe on Patreon, all, you know, at the unlocked fourth core level or higher, you get all of the backlog there. It's always going to be there and it should always be there on YouTube for the most part. So if you're a supporter, nothing really is changing. It's just I've, I've got to be responsible. And, and if you if you want Flyover States to get more regular releases and to be more widely dispersed, then, you know, get the word out. Tell people, you know, there's not even a there's not even a tenth of subscribers to the YouTube channel and the viewership on the RSS feed is, well, yeah, again, not even a tenth of broken silicon. So really get the word out there if this is one of your favorite things I do. Get the word out and I will expand the hosting and the release schedule of this. But until then, that's that. And the only other piece of business I will say is just keep in mind when I'm interviewing people that I'm not necessarily endorsing their opinions, nor am I saying my opinion is something you have to 100% agree on. I just want to get thoughts out there, conversations going. Don't get triggered. Just listen. Listen to the conversation. Evaluate what you think. That's what this is about, us talking to each other. And and I hope this can grow so that we talk even more. Well, the only other thing I will really say 
at this point is I want to thank my early fans of Flyover States. I'm not going to dwell on this. And I will give you a treat. Uh, I was going to answer reader mail from the closing of the previous Patreon. It doesn't make sense, right? There's no... I used to have two Patreons, one for Flyover States, one for... Uh, Moore's Law is dead, and I'm just like, just su- it's like, just support Moore's Law is dead, and all my content will be there. And I'm planning other podcasts. I'm planning comedy podcasts in the distant future. Me and Dan are considering a content, <laughs> I think it would be called something like Tom and Dan Eat Content, and it would be a video game and movie podcast. You know, that's stuff we're considering, but that's in the future. We need to grow. I need to be able to leave my job first. So for now, this is this, but I, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this because I mentioned this before and didn't expound on it enough. This is a release valve. I want to talk about current events. I want to talk about what's going on with real people's lives. I want to talk about politics, and I just need this release valve. Otherwise, I'll start screaming about politics on Moore's Law is Dead, and I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair to the fans. And for some people, they relax listening to political discussions. I do sometimes, but most people don't. And there are definitely plenty of times where I don't want to hear a goddamn word of politics. And that's what Moore's Law is Dead is for. If you just want to tune everything else out and get into a debate about NVIDIA and AMD and Intel and ARM and all that stuff, it's a good place to relax. You shouldn't have to have politics, you know, cloud those channels. Unless it, unless it makes sense for what's going on, right? Like So like if we talk about something political going on that could affect supply chains of silicon, then yeah, well, maybe we'll bring it up, but that's the only time. But that's the goal. Real conversations, real people across the United States, and I will uh, respond to you in time if you reach out. And there will be some back and forth, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm droning on and on. That's what's going on with the channel. You have more episodes coming within weeks. As you can tell, I've already recorded the next two. And uh, I, I have one more treat, though, for longtime fans. I will do another episode right now really quick. It's going to be a brief one. But after this, I will then transition with a little bit of that uh, little bit of that uh, Spark Alaska music into one more short, short thing that will kind of act as the final. Well, not really final, but final for now. Solo episode. All right. It's not in the way we talk, it's in the way we feel when the silence is all around. It's not that our tan will peel and our hair turn dark, it's summer's gone too far. It's not in the way we talk, it's in the way we feel when the silence is all around. It's not that our tan will peel and our hair turn dark, it's summer's gone too So here we are, me talking to you by myself this one last time. You know, it's it's really funny. I have, and I still have, I guess, this folder full of subjects I wanted to do for the first season of Flyover States, <laughs> but a lot of them were outdated by the time I considered doing like another episode in December. You know, like some of them were like Beto running for president, things to do with Iran, the impeachment, which is already over for now. And I will say the impeachment is only over for now, possibly. But all these other things. And there's so much more I could talk about, though, going on. There's the Wuhan virus. There's uh, there's a lot I wanted to say about Jeffrey Epstein, but that'll just come out in something else. What What is it really all about? What do I, what do I really want to say by myself? If I, if I have this 
last episode, like, what's the point? What am I still, what do I still want to talk about without a guest around him? I think, I think it's just hammering home. Well, I guess let's find what, what my subject is together. One of, one of the biggest things I definitely wanted to talk about that isn't an outdated subject simply because it happened, you know, hundreds of years ago is the Bleeding Kansas event. So for those who don't know, or I guess he's just a refresher, you know, there's the Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1854. Notice that was, you know, about a decade before the war that would be fought to end slavery. Well, not even a decade from when it started, actually. And Nebraska was considered half Southern and half Northern. You know, it called for settlers to decide on slavery on their own. And so you had the abolitionists going there, trying to buy up land and petition. And then you had the slave owners moving to Kansas or some slave owners moving to Kansas from Missouri and other states saying, hey, it says freedom of property. And, you know, Africans are property. Pretty abhorrent way to think. I, But, you know, that's how people thought back then. Some people, not all. People do forget that from the founding of America, there were people trying to get rid of slavery, just right from the beginning. But I digress. The point is that there was this mini-civil war, a microcosm for what was to come, that the rest of the country kind of just, they didn't ignore it. They just watched it grow out of control. (laughs) When I look at things going on right now in Oregon, you know, the state of Oregon and parts of Washington as well. I see groups fighting each other in a similar way. And I got to be honest, guys, I'm completely blown away that there hasn't been an outbreak of mass violence yet. Yeah, there's been people who have been hurt, at least one person killed, but it still hasn't gone out of control. And, and, and it, and it spiraled out of control much quicker in Bleeding Kansas. You know, much small battles broke out. Entire towns were burned to the ground. And it all-out war happened. That, just, that hasn't happened yet. And yet there's all these people with guns or dressed up like wannabe Black Panthers. I won't name the groups because I just don't think it helps the conversation. And you, and you go, how has this not started shooting yet? And, and I think it's because no one actually wants to fight. I think the majority of the people on both sides are cosplaying as Black Panthers or militia members. They're cosplaying. Otherwise, why haven't they shot at each other more? Why are they just throwing, you know, drinks at each other half the time? I don't think we actually want to tear each other apart. I think there's just this rage out there. But... And and you see this rage a lot online, and I think people are just forgetting that if you let it simmer long enough, it can become something real. I see all these people with memes and trolling, and they'll put racist crap in a meme, and they'll say, oh, it's a joke. I'm just pretending. Well, you are spreading hate, though. And the same goes for the other side. Again, there guys, you really don't get it if you think I'm on the left or the right. I see people on both sides demonizing the other side, and half of the time it's just a cop-out where it's like, oh, I was I was kidding. Well, and I think people really need to start thinking about 
the repercussions of their actions, even if they're online. I think a lot of people get lost in the fact that they are only one of like 7 billion people. I don't even know if that's the correct number anymore, by the way. And it can certainly feel like you are nothing but a drop in a limitless ocean when there's so many other people out there. But I got to say you're not insignificant. A tidal wave is made out of drops. And if enough drops spread hate on either side, it, it will crash. That tidal wave will crash into a city at a certain point. And it's this idea that I think people really need to internalize a couple of things. People really, really need to understand, I think, that you can't just tell yourself inside, right, when you go to sleep, oh, I'm really a good person deep down. You are what your actions are. If you get hit by a bus tomorrow and everyone just looks at your shit posting and what you've done with your life, you're just going to be your actions. No one's there to talk to you. On Earth, even even if you believe there's a heaven, which that's a whole other discussion. Even if you do, you gotta understand here on Earth, your actions—that's who you really were. And at the end of the day, if there is a heaven, why would you go to it if all of your actions were negative? Everyone thinks there's gonna be some big second act in their life where they turn things around, where they prove to everyone they were great deep down or powerful or whatever. But at the end of the day, all you have—if you were hit by a bus right now is your actions up until now. That's who you are. And this is a truth I think people are forgetting. And it's also, though, this truth can also be liberating because just as easily, tomorrow you're who you are tomorrow. So just remember these things. You, It's not who you are deep down. Your actions up until now, that's who you are. That's who you really are. Deep down, how you've treated people up until now, that accumulation of all those actions, that's who you actually are. But at the same time, tomorrow, you can be whoever you want to be. I mean, for Christ's sake, uh, your cells are completely new cells. They die off and new ones replace them over time. You're an entirely new group of cells every seven years, people. An entirely new group of cells. So quite literally, at at the very least, what we can say is, Every seven years, you are not the person you were seven years ago, literally. So decide who you really want to be. I think everyone needs to start thinking about that type of stuff. And so I guess that's what I'll just make the subject as I move this podcast into a new era of talking to real people, asking what they really think, and hearing people out and listening, learning from each other, uh, that... We need to be careful. Uh, And so I want to close on this quote. Kurt Vonnegut wrote a novel titled Mother Night. In this novel, he explores the very nature of moral ambiguity and therefore the very morals that make up any society. There's a lot of good quotes in this book, but I think this one is my favorite, and I think it really applies to who we are now. We are what we pretend to be. So we must be careful about what we pretend to be. It's not in the way we talk, it's in the way we feel when the silence is all around. It's 
not that her tan will peel and her hair turn dark. It's summer's gone too far. It's not in the way we talk, it's in the way we feel when the silence is all around. It's not that her tan will peel and her hair turn dark. It's summer's gone too. Bootman, Carbon Cry, Dean, Benny Berlin, Justin Yant, Thomas Rupp, I Love You, Lemon Jim, Bollocks, Jordan Betcher, Muhammad Al Khwari, Frederick Lau, Prime Tech TV, Justin Parrish, Zachary Martin, Terrence Herod, Carl Marco, Phil S., Thigh Rister, The Ninth Dude, Greg Reniger, John Bible, Chrysantine, Night Rogue, 77, The Mechanical Philosopher, Meatball King Kilo, Fatboy Diesel, Derek Evans, Matthew McMullen, Christoph Novog, Neil X01, Matt Salem, Aaron Close, Sexy, Scott Schof, Sadler Sadler, Richter Cohagen, Olethros, Telos, Kaiden Picknell, Greg T. Wanchuk, Jacob Barber, X Soti, Wani Care Bear, Matthew Lane, Paul Jones, Jan Rauner, Rubber Ducks, Michael Costa, Allie Robertson, Gordon Lamb, Jonathan, Dreedaful, Evan Dingle, Nick Neasy, Dominic Dewart, Harold P. Burrow, Wayne, Sam McArthur, James Crasta, Hector Santana, and Brad Mendelin. And of course, thank you to Spark Alaska for the music. <laughs>